Hello and welcome to episode 113 of My Circus, My Monkeys. In this episode, I want to focus on the importance of keeping the end in mind. So often we jump into our work or even our lives without knowing where we want to go or what outcome we'd like to see. Sure, not everything needs to be scripted or planned, but when we don't know what we want or where we want to end up, it often leads to a lot of frustration and wasted energy. So if you've been feeling frustrated or stuck, keep listening. You're listening to My Circus, My Monkeys, the podcast for supervisors in education or any field that emphasizes growth and development. If you want to reign in the chaos and transform your team to better serve your students and clients, keep listening. This podcast explores essential information on supervision, employee engagement, and using a strengths-based framework to empower you and your team. We'll examine the latest research in psychology, neuroscience, education, and beyond to help you and your team get to the next level with your host, Ann Brackett, the Chief Engagement Officer of Strengths University. Okay, so full disclosure... The motivation for this episode was because two weeks ago, I'd started working on a podcast episode about energy. I thought it was perfect timing because the spring semester had just wrapped up, so you probably have no energy left. Plus, we just started the Summer Institute, and that's the topic of our first module. I was going on and on about my own experiences and how I'd gotten into this idea of energy and energy management. I had a solid four pages typed, and I'd been sitting there for hours, but for some reason, I couldn't quite wrap it up. Luckily, I had the second half of my interview with Alicia already prepped, so I just decided to use that instead. When I was getting ready to do this week's episode, I thought, well, I'm certainly not going to let hours of work go to waste. Let me finish that draft, and I'll get it recorded, which seemed like a good plan. But as I read through what I had, I thought, uh, I see why I couldn't bring this together. I guess I really didn't know where I was going with this. So I took some time and refocused on what I wanted your main takeaway to be. And I thought I had it. But as I went in to rework the original draft, again, for several hours, I realized that since I didn't write that draft, with that particular end in mind, there were really only parts of what I'd worked on that would work for an updated version. As I struggled to move things around and refocus, I finally realized, Anne, what are you doing? None of this works. It doesn't matter how many hours you spent on it. Just start over. It's going to be easier than trying to rework this. Now, keep in mind, I did not want to do it. I mean, I'd say I put about five or six hours into the original and trying to update it. I was annoyed with myself for not being more focused to begin with, and am now annoyed with myself for not pivoting earlier. But in my struggle, I realized that this episode really needed to be about starting with the end in mind. If I'd done this weeks ago, I'd already have this episode done. And I'd also have some bonus time to do much more fun things than wordsmith my non-focused mess. 
When you start with the end in mind, you know where you're headed. When you know where you're headed, you can make sure you're moving in the right direction. And when you know where you want to end up, you can assess your progress with appropriate milestones or whatever criteria you need to make sure you're moving forward. Even if you decide you're going to take a road trip and don't really want to plan exactly where you go, you still have some sort of objective, right? Like maybe you want to explore the West Coast. If that's the case, you know at the very least you have to head west. And if you start seeing signs like Welcome to Virginia Beach, you know you've done something wrong. Or maybe you just want to focus on bonding with your traveling buddy. Then, at the very least, you know you should be doing things that bring you together. If you know your buddy loves history, you might head towards historical monuments, even ones that weren't pre-planned. And they might suggest heading toward national parks because they know you love nature. And if bonding is your goal, then if you find yourself arguing about where to eat every meal, you know you're doing something wrong. And of course, you can absolutely decide to give your road trip more structure. Maybe you want to drive from St. Louis to Chicago with a stop in Springfield to see Lincoln's boyhood home. And when you're in Chicago, you want to go to the Navy Pier and the Museum of Science and Industry. Those can serve as milestones. But the question you must ask, is that really the main objective of your trip? Are you keeping the end in mind? Folks can easily let their vacation become stressful because their schedule gets thrown off. Or maybe one kid says they hate museums and wants to do something else instead. If this is your vacation, is the objective, aka the end goal, to relax and bond with your family? If so, then are those physical milestones made out of stone? Pun intended. Or are they just a means to achieve your goal? And again, if you're not clear on where you want to be when you're finished, then you risk becoming frustrated and not getting what you ultimately wanted out of the experience. You can way too easily focus on getting to that next location instead of whether you're spending that quality time with your family. That's lost time and energy and a lost opportunity. So let's jump back to me and my episode on energy. What was the end I wanted to get to? To be honest... I don't know. I like the concept of energy, and I truly do believe that energy management is the key to solving so many problems. So that's where I started. But what about it? Yeah, Anne, I'm sure people are exhausted from the academic year. In fact, they're so exhausted that if you don't get to your point quickly, they're going to stop listening. Part of my problem is I was so excited about the connection between the end of the year and the beginning of the Institute, hashtag ideation, that I really didn't flesh out what I wanted you fine folks to take away from the episode. And then I just started writing. I started vamping everything I knew about energy, my journey to better understanding energy and its importance. And none of it was bad per se, but nor was it leading anywhere. And the reason I do the podcast is I want you to keep listening because it helps make you feel empowered, or because it gives you aha moments. Oops, my bad. When you're feeling stuck or frustrated, like I was with my episode, you need to ask yourself, what exactly is the end goal here? Where am I going? Where do I want to end up? If you're talking about your job, 
There's obviously going to be some basic requirements, like being able to provide for yourself and your family. Sure, that's pretty standard. But if you're feeling frustrated or stuck at your job, then there's obviously something else you need that's missing. So maybe it's get enough money to survive, plus feel like you're contributing to society. Okay, that's better. But when you're feeling frustrated and stuck, and again, you have no specific criteria for the end, it makes it incredibly difficult to compare what's happening right now to the milestones that you've set to ensure that you're on the right course. Okay, so let's go back to basics. You need a job to support yourself and your family. What does that look like? Does it just mean that you don't starve and you have a roof over your head? Or do you want to be able to eat a certain way? Do you want to live in a certain area or in a house versus an apartment versus a condo? The more specific you are, the easier it is to know whether you're on your way to hitting that goal. Now, that's not to say there aren't some steps that you may need to take in between to get from a packaged ramen to a sushi lifestyle, but you should be able to see how things are progressing. As I'm writing this, I keep asking myself, how is this next paragraph going to get me where I want to take folks? And if I can't answer that question, then there's something wrong. Like most people, I enjoy talking about myself. So I need to ask, is this story about my own experience going to help you better understand my message? If so, great, let's keep it in. But if not, it's got to go. When folks are frustrated and exhausted at work, I so often hear, but I need to have a job. I just can't quit. And it's true that most folks can't be without a job for a long period of time. But if that's the only criteria you're using to assess your situation, then simply the need to have a job is going to keep you stuck. Because where you are now fulfills that criteria. But if you expand that to, I need a job that allows me to do A, B, and C. Then you can start assessing whether or not your current job is right for you. And of course, that doesn't solve the problem of, oh, bleep, I guess this job doesn't really fit my needs anymore. Now what? But what it does do is provides you with clarity on whether you're where you need to be right now based on those needs. And that's a huge step. Staying or leaving a job is a very heavy topic. But this applies to everything you do. What kind of relationship do you want? With your employees, supervisor, partner, children? What kind of social life do you want? What are you trying to accomplish with this new initiative at work? Does this report you've been having your team do every week really contribute to the outcome you want? Or is it just something someone thought might be a good idea? If you don't have a clear picture on what these things will look like, you'll put a ton of energy into things that aren't actually taking you where you want to go. When you start with the end in mind, you can make sure that you're focusing your energy on the things that will get you there. This means using less energy and less time to accomplish what you want and need to get done. I sunk at least six hours into a podcast episode that I will never use. That was a lot of time and energy that could have gone to other things including doing nothing. And for the record, this version took about 90 minutes. Why? Because I knew where I wanted to end up, and I could catch myself along the way whenever I got off course. 
It took way less time and energy. Plus, I've got the outcome I wanted. If you're feeling stuck or frustrated, either with some areas of your job or even the whole thing, then why not use this time when most of the students are gone for the summer to take stock of where you're going and what you want the end to look like? It's easy enough to say you don't have time or energy, but that's just going to mean that you keep wasting your time and energy on things and places that aren't helping you get to your end. You don't have to identify everything, but the more specific you can be, the easier it will be to make sure you're staying on course. As always, Alicia and I are here to support you as you reflect on where you are and where you want to go. One great way to invest in yourself and your team is to join us for the summer cohort of the Supervisor Strengths Institute. We are revamping the Institute this summer to make it even more manageable for your busy schedule. It is the same great content, but we've condensed it so you can work through each week's modules and start implementing change even faster. We know that life can too easily get in the way of you staying on track, so we've also added a bonus for everyone who completes all eight weeks of learning. You will get an additional 60 minutes of our time, and you can use that for more individual coaching, a short team session, or to receive a discount on a longer team workshop. Our Summer Institute starts on May 28th. Go ahead and register now. Check it off your list. We want you, your team, and your students to shine their brightest. And that starts with you. So join us for the Summer Institute using the link in the show notes. Or if you have questions about the Institute or other services, contact us at Anne, and that's A-N-N-E, at strengthsuniversity.org. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links, as well as other episodes, on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.